When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU in Review, the show where it all began. Of course, I am Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. And it's the big daddy, Greg Miller, with what in his hand? That's a Coca-Cola classic, Andy. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. Did you say it like an 80-year-old man? That's <laughs> was, a Coca-Cola classic. There was class. so much lip movement <laughs> on that. The problem that nobody says... Coca-Cola anymore. They mm-hmm. just say Coke. Can I get a Coke? I'm on Coke. That's what they all say. Yeah. Nobody says, can I have a Coca-Cola classic? Yeah. And there are some things that just sound fucking good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes I, I like to think of the corners of my mouth when they're touching when I'm talking. And a lot of times they're not having fun. When you say Coca-Cola classic, you uh, feel that's all parts roof of mouth my mouth enjoying that too. Uh, what do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think that's the exact energy we need for the secret invasion yes. review right now. Maybe I'm, I'm gonna scroll all along. <laughs> oh my god, can the you real imagine? Greg Miller died on his motorcycle. <laughs> oh yeah. Can you imagine the real Greg Miller being a motorcycle riding cool guy? As a three-year-old boy, he was run over by the motorcycle. Holy sh wow. <laughs> you know, hey, this is a kind of funny he's in review. But I licked his DNA. <laughs> Each and every week we get together okay. to rank, review, and recap yes. different movie franchises or uh, cinematic universes, as you will. Um, we've been doing a whole bunch of different ones, revisiting a bunch of interviews that we've done the last couple months. Uh, but here we are, returning to the MCU once again. Uh, next week, we're returning to Turtles in review with uh, Teenage Mutant Ooh. Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. A little uh, sneak preview of that. I got to see it last night. I really liked it, Andy. Whoa. Uh, y'all are in for a, a treat with this one. Wow, okay. Um, but then exciting. after that, we're returning to the DCEU for one of the final times, Greg Miller. Uh, Blue Beetle. That. We've been saying that too many times. We'll I know. see when the final time actually is. Yeah, yeah. Aquaman apparently probably get delayed. Thank you. That was good. Uh, I, I have a feeling we off. won't hear it for the first time. No, it's, I don't even know the notes anymore. <laughs> it doesn't deserve me to know the notes. What either. is it? Is that the Blue Beetle song? Wonder Woman. Oh. God, I'll tell you what, DJ Junkie XL and Hob Zimmer, they just did two bong rips. Like, let's do it. They did it. I get a rip. We have 12 minutes to submit this. Oh, fuck, we forgot. We forgot one. But here we are doing something a little bit differently. We're talking about Secret Invasion, which is the latest the ninth 
Disney Plus MCU television show. Yeah. Um, and before, every time we did one of the shows, we would do the weekly screencast breakdowns with this group or some variation of this group. Uh, and then we would do the in-review as well. But this time we decided to do it a little different. I did uh, one-on-ones with a bunch of different guests throughout the last couple of weeks uh, doing some breakdowns. And he just had uh, that so Raven poop. moment. Getting them rankings um, sent over. But anyways, uh, we've been doing the breakdowns of episode by episode, so you can go check that out. A whole bunch of really cool people. Angelica Trey, uh, Anthony Carboni and Sage Ryan, Eric right. Boss, MT. I had a great time doing all of that stuff, talking to them. But now, here we are all together. Y'all have watched this in a much more binge fashion the last couple days. Yes. So we're going to do the whole proper kind of funny in review treatment for Secret Invasion. Um, like I was saying, you can get the show on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com in a video form. But if audio forms more appealing to you, you can go to your favorite podcast service and search for kind of funny in review and we'll be right there for you. If you wanted to go above and beyond, patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to be. Just like Nathan Lamoth, James Hastings, and Casey Andrew have done. We appreciate all of you Patreon producers so very much. Um, because you support us, you don't need to hear the ads that we'll tell you later for Honey, BetterHelp, and Shady Rays. Let's get into it. Secret Invasion. Released from June 21st to July 26th, 2023. It is the ninth MCU Disney Plus show and the 43rd entry in the MCU. 43! The 43rd entry. I'm 43. You're 43? Yeah. Oh, it's like a good one, one a year since I was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this one had six episodes uh, running, uh, ranging from 38 to 58 minutes. The first three were a little closer to an hour, and the last three were a little closer to that 40-minute mark. Um, the music was done by Chris Bowers, who also did the score to Bridgerton. Um, I'll be and, fuck on that show. Oh, uh, they'd they be fucking. Not here. as much as season two, I'll tell you what. You know, uh -huh. Whole time I was sitting there going, what can I jack off doing this? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. There's no recovering from that. I'm a scroll. You have a scroll. You, can't, a scroll you can't blame a yeah. real Greg Miller for you this one. It. Yeah. You never get you're from shit, I'm from New Scroll. <laughs> Greg Miller's going to fucking jerk off to Bridgerton. <laughs> I, I think it's important to point out in the chat that Eric in the live chat watching said that the squirrels did know that three-year-old Greg Miller was worth impersonating, though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, maybe it's thought. like Nick Fury's wife, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. She wasn't anything special, right? <laughs> or was she? I don't I know if she, she was wasn't. That squirrel was just like going room to room like, I'm gonna, I need to take somebody's life. Yeah. How do they explain that? We to haven't the even gotten to the plot. We haven't even gotten to the plot. How do they explain that to the doctor? <laughs> Doctor's like, all right, I'm sorry, you're a terminal patient, and you're gonna die real soon. And he like leaves the room, and then like some lady's just taking her away, like, don't worry, don't worry. Bump yeah. into her on the street five years later, you're supposed to be fucking dead as a doornail. Shh, scrub. <laughs> I'm glad that Cooper heard the bit of the wado in that. <laughs> Nick Fury's wife's like, hey, I'm a <laughs> Holy hell, everybody. I'm telling you. I got it today, boys. <laughs> Chris Bowers also uh, did the scores for um, upcoming or Haunted Mansion, which just came out. The Color Purple that's coming out at the end of this year, um, but also Space Jam: A New Legacy. He replaced Hans Zimmer there, so mm. uh, a similar story, Craig. Yeah, I mean, you know, DJ and Junkie XL. He really brought the thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the name? DJ Junkie XL. 
You keep saying DJ and Junkie. DJ Junkie XL. I keep hearing You're DJ right, and Junkie. Yeah, he's that in the band every once in a while. He likes to keep you on your toes. Um, like the multiple people. Well, <laughs> oh, Hans Zimmer there, too. Oh, okay. the, the more important Hans thing Zimmer, I want to bring up. He's got the little composer stick, and he's doing this. And DJ <laughs> XL is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, Chris Bauer's like, what can I jack off to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like season one, man. They're eating out. You know, less is more with this conversation <laughs> at this point. I'm here. Like, the punchline was I'm made. I don't know you. that we need this no. He I brought like me you. back to it. He brought me back to the scene of the crime. I what do you like... want me to do? I'll talk about it. And the dude's whole thing is he didn't want to jizz in her. That was a plot point. He didn't want to do and it. then she forced him to when he got so mad. Yeah, he got mad. Tim, is reel it the same back? Tim, reel them back in, please. Kingsley? Yeah. I think. Kingsley Benadir? Yeah, I think he was in that, wasn't he? Is that why? No, I brought up Bridgerton. Yeah. He's the Bridgerton guy, right? No, he's right. also Gravik. Gravik is the, the guy who didn't want to jizz. Composition sing. From, from the, the sound guy was the same guy that did Bridgerton. But yes. I will look it up and see what it is. Yeah, but it is, right? <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. But Gravik in, in Secret Invasion, I'm pretty sure, is, is in Bridgerton. I haven't seen Bridgerton. Oh, you got to watch it, man. It'd be a fun little cool Oh, man, there's a whole subplot where he doesn't want to... <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess who the Bridgerton woman is. Um, all right. Well, people are. No, it's not the same. Yeah. Guy. I, what, not the same guy. What's Kingsley Benadir in then? Barbie. Yes, but he's, he's also Barbie. in something else. Oa? The Oa? King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Mm, High in, Fidelity. Oh, you know what? Peaky Blinders is, is probably what I'm thinking of. Anyway, you know what? I don't even know what we're talking about here. We're talking about freaking Secret Invasion, all right? Uh, I'm talking about Chris Bowers, who I just wanted to give a shout-out. Also did a lot of work on Watch the Throne, the seminal album from Jay-Z and Kanye West. So shout-out to him. Uh, moving on from that, though, this is a weird one. I, I almost don't even want to start off in this, but we're, we're just uh, we got to call it what it is. The budget for this show, $200 million. Money well spent. Framing that in perspective, Guardians 3 was $250 million. Oh. Barbie was $200 million. Oh. Like, Oppenheimer was $100 million. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I yeah. just feel there's a lot of names in that. A lot of names. A lot of names. And is, that's it true? is it true that Jake and or Josh is in it? <laughs> Drake and or Josh. And it's only Josh Peck. Is yeah. he in it? Josh Peck. Oh, Peck. I saw that TikTok. Yeah. I was like, this can't be real. It's real. <laughs> it's real. Jacob and Josh. Josh. God damn. God damn. All right. Let's try to get this just a little bit more back on track. I want to start with Andy Cortez. What did you think of Secret Invasion as a whole? And any specifics you want to call out? What bothers me the most about this show is that Disney is now going to say, look, these movies are, 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 these shows are a waste of money and budget. These people don't like these shows when really it's just like, uh, I'm thinking of uh, what's the, the sniper, Barry Pepper from Barry the Pepper. Yeah. It's severe misallocation of funds because like, there's no reason the show should be $200 million. And it's like just a, just a bad idea total. Like I, I, I feel like they had an idea of what they wanted this show to do and to say. And they were like, well, we, got, we can't really make a whole movie out of it. But we need to get these plot points across. Let's just do a show for Secret Invasion. And then, like, I feel like it just got away from them. And it just kept, the budget just kept on bloating and bloating. And they kept on maybe thinking that they had something when they really didn't. This, is, this was just, like, a, a boring time. And... Especially setting up expectations of that 
just never really fully like I never felt satisfied about any of the outcomes in this show. Um, and this is just, you know, I, I guess Guardians 3 kind of is going to, you know, show that maybe there isn't so much of a downwards trend because every once in a while you have a hit. But this gives me very, very little faith for whatever the future is from here on out. And again, what pisses me off the most is that, like, not only di- is this going to review really badly, I think, right? Like, I saw Rotten Tomatoes having a really, really terrible score. But they're going to look at that budget amount and never want to put that money towards a show again. When really it's like, this was just a bad show to have all that money for. Disney, they've been talking about it though, right? Like, we think we might have stretched this too thin. Like, we, they, they, I don't, I don't know if they'll. Bob Iger said that after the fact. Yeah, but. That fucking piece of shit. But I feel like Bob Iger said that only because the movies haven't been doing well ratings wise. Like, I feel like if all the stuff they've been putting out was doing great and selling money, who gives a shit how much money they're spending on these things? But they're seeing that fans weren't super happy with Thor Love and Thunder and Quantumania, and now Secret Invasion comes out, and just I think it was just like a massive disappointment for me. Especially the way the first couple episodes start off, I, I have a little bit of hope of what this can be, and I just feel like any reveal that happened didn't really like resonate with me and i feel like amelia clark's little drax arm you don't like that oh man it's just this was like the this is like the perfect kind of example (laughs) this is like the perfect example of how bad these shows can get when you are going uh so formulaic with the big bad fight at the end it's like wow you are kind of being the cliche that you don't want to be and what a what a massive disappointment i hated this gregory Hi, how are you? What do you think of this one? <clears throat> yeah, everything Andy said, right? It's a disappointment. Um, it's I don't I didn't think it was like an offensive disappointment, right? Like I I am not one, as you know, to go home and watch a lot of stuff. Like that's I want to play as soon as I can. And so after I watched episode one, I then took multiple days off, and then I I was oh shit, we're getting close sat down and put them on and played, you know, DC heroes and villains, the match three game on my phone. while Imagine I watched. You took time off of work. Like I got, I got to rest up, <laughs> rest up. And I watched, uh, you know, I, well, there's six of them, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm good at math, that means I watched the two, three in a row right there. And I was like, okay. And that was an enjoyable enough evening or whatever, but they weren't my, my sole focus. I did emails and stuff during it and yada, yada, yada. And so then to last night, jump in and get the last two there. That then left a worse taste in my mind. There's like, there's parts I like about it, right? Like more Nick Fury, always cool, always fun. I thought the whole thing with him and his wife, his wife being a scrawl, I would have loved if the show was way more of just that, them sitting there and having conversations, right? When they both shot wide, I thought that was poetic. That was cool. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but then like, it's, you, I, it, it does, I feel damage to things I already liked in the MCU, right? Like in Captain Marvel, I liked Ben Mendelsohn's uh, scroll, right? I like Taylor's, uh, ta- no, Taylor's, 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 Taylor's. I like Ben Mendelsohn's yeah. scroll, <laughs> who has no name. I appreciated that character in, in, in the journey in Captain Marvel. So to get him back here, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. And then it's him and Nick arguing. Like, All right, and then he's got this relationship with the daughter that I just don't buy. Amelia, uh, Amelia Clark yeah. never seemed like I never bought that she was this younger scroll. It didn't work for me. Her playing both sides didn't work for me. The mom 
not like being in the show at all. I kept waiting. Oh, she's oh, going to pop up. I can't believe it. She's going to do something. It's like, the, no, no. She's no. just Referenced not, in every episode. And we're going to get a flashback, really, of yeah, her dying. Okay. Like, ah. One of the only two scrolls we knew from the previous movies killed off screen. And yeah. so it was like that. And then like, don't eat, like the roadie stuff where I was like, I, I was like, I'm watching it last night. I'm like, ah, well, how long has he been out? I'm like, that kind of checks. I'm like, no, they, no. And I'm like, this is Since civil war. Civil war. This man has been gone since Civil War and a Skrull has been there, which could be one of the coolest plot points of all time. If I watched back and I was like, yo, look at the little hints they gave and how Rhodey wasn't being Rhodey yeah. when he mourned Tony, when he talked to anybody Nebula. in the Avengers, when he did like Tony Stank, any of that stuff. Like, look at all the like, no the conversation with um, Anthony Mackie in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. anywhere in there right but no he was totally fine there and then just was fucking everything up here like even going as far to call fury nick like you would know this this is like you know this is a common thing that nobody calls nick fury nick or nicholas or whatever that's like what gives you scrolls away all the time how do you not know this i don't know and so then it, like that i was like oh when i found that out i googled it i was like no way really and they like they confirmed it confirmed it right oh yeah oh yeah fucking bullshit so <laughs> it's like the show overall is a is a huge miss like you don't need to watch it uh, and that's a heartbreaker. Yeah, when I was thinking about the stakes of what that means for Rhodey as a character, I thought, oh, shit. He, he's been dead this whole time. That's crazy. Like, they took his brain or whatever, the fucking thing. And like, so, and I shouldn't, I, and I should have known he was still alive in that little captive area. But the fact that he was still alive just kind of, like, erased something I really kind of didn't care about. Which, like, it was just a weird feeling of, like, seeing him alive at the end, like, oh, so, Rhodey's actually not dead. What happened in this show, then? Like, mm-hmm. wh- there, I don't think there's any way in hell they're going to let Amelia Clark just run wild with all these powers. How does that go into the future of the MCU? Like, you all are setting some shit up that I feel like you're not going to be able to hold back. Or you're not going to be able to write off and ignore. Like, you're going to be forced into this sort of... Well, how about we call Amelia Clark's character? Ah, dude, she's busy on other planets or whatever. Like, ah, I'm just like annoyed by it, man. Yeah. Nicholas. I loved it. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I, I feel the same way you guys feel. Unfortunately, um, this, this show was very boring for me to the point where it was actually very difficult for me to even pay attention to it. And I hate saying that, but I had to, I, there was multiple times where they were saying things and I had to rewind it back to just be like, what's going on with this? And some of it was just the fact that I found the plot and the over uh, the character is very boring. And some of it is that she's a very sloppily made show. It's poorly edited. It's poorly written. It doesn't make a lot of sense when things start laying out as to why characters should do what they're doing. And that's what I think adds a lot to my boredom with it, which I'm like, I don't know where we're going with this really cool concept. Um, with the exception of Olivia Coleman, who I think yeah. is incredible. Incredible. And she's incredible. Right. Great performance. Because... She's having fun and it's fun to watch her. And she's a weird kind of scary fucked up version of what Fury used to be back in the day before he lost the step. That was really cool. I was like, Oh, it's going to be like a, but there's one point where they're together. I was like, Oh, it's gonna be like a buddy cop adventure with Olivia Coleman and Fury. And then we just don't get that. Um, a, a lot of this was a, was an, an unfortunate disappointment. And, I, and, and partially because, and, and I don't want to go too far into this. Mike loaned me the comics. Um, just, just the, I guess the eight episode or eight uh, issue run. Snow Mike, Mike. Yeah. Mike has everything. He owns so many different things. Um, yeah, he gave me secret invasion, uh, volumes one through eight. And along with the secret invasion saga, which was like a catch up on the scroll war. I read 
five pages into the saga book. I was like, nope, just going to start one through eight. Got six in last night. I was like, wow, that's what this was. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah. What a fantastic idea for a two um, two movies back to back, like an Infinity War and Endgame. And we just, I guess, are not getting that, right? Are we ever getting more of I mean, this? Probably not like not like this, at least. Not that's Secret Invasion, but. That's, uh, it's. It's it's really disappointing because that concept is such a it's such a high concept and it's really really cool and I think they could have executed that well especially with a two hundred twenty million dollar budget and it just it, it didn't come together. Um, I I didn't like where we found Fury. I thought I, I didn't for the first time in my life I felt myself being like wow I hope Samuel L Jackson doesn't really want to come back to this role after this because I don't think he did a great job being Nick Fury in this with admittedly the, the the poor material they gave him um and i didn't i thought the stuff with the wife was just confounding at best i wasn't quite sure how it all kind of came down I wasn't quite sure where they were does he does he ever see her even when he was on earth did he ever see her what was the relationship here and i just don't think they fleshed that out much for me um ultimately yeah it's a it's a, it's a pretty big disappointment Tim, yeah. what did you think? I think disappointment's the the best word to use here, and that it's it's very unfortunate. Obviously, I really want to like these things. I care about these characters, this world, the comics so much, and I enjoyed watching the show week to week a lot until I didn't really. Having said that, from day one, didn't watch it at midnight, and I think that that really kind of says a lot that Tim Gettys isn't watching these things at midnight. I'm watching them when I get to it or in the morning, whatever. And I, no matter what the cliffhanger was, I wasn't compelled to be like, I need to know now. Um, and that's unfortunate because I think at the end of the day, as much as I was enjoying it week to week, never loving it, but like, hey, this is pretty cool. There's things I like. I do think that anytime it's just two characters talking, I thought the writing was really good. And I thought that the dialogue between them was impactful and like deep and uh, made the characters more fleshed out in ways that I like to see the MCU do. But then anything that wasn't that kind of just felt very messy and just very kind of like all right we're building to this thing no we're not or we're building to that no we're not or i hope we're not building to this oh we are um and then it hit a point where the constant cliffhangers the constant fake out deaths or real deaths kind of lost the luster where it's like i don't care if this person dies or not and i almost feel like at any moment they can come back because they can just say, oh, they came back because of this, or they actually were a scroll, or they actually were using that uh, Mission Impossible mask that like you can just the whatever. What they call the Widow's Veil or something yeah, the like that? Widow's cool, so much cool stuff. Like, and cool, on, right? on that sense, me loving the lore, loving the references, loving the like, uh, you know, the, the 90s, and then it's like, oh my God, this is taking place here this is taking place there with the the using the movies i love that stuff and like finding all the files of the the heroes and villains on the, the computers and seeing their names and seeing those powers get used i love that yeah do you have the harvest a very cool so concept so there. so so cool but i think my biggest problem with it is that overall the goal of the show whether it's adapting the comic which clearly we've seen the mcu adapt so many things and civil war wasn't civil war i loved civil war though yeah Secret Invasion, I knew it wasn't going to be the comics. The comics are very good, but like I knew it wasn't going to be that, mm -hmm. but I knew it was going to be a political thriller, espionage, spy thing, and it didn't do that well. No. And I also no. knew it was going to be a Nick Fury show, and it didn't do that well. And I'm like, that's the problem. I'm like, oh, you didn't actually do any of the things either I wanted or expected well. Um, so it just kind of leaves me bummed out. Um, a couple fun moments. I did enjoy some of the reveals. I seem to be in the minority on this, but I think that the last episode is easily the best episode. I also think it wasn't earned. I also think it leaves place, things in a very bad place with Amelia Clark's character. I wish that she died somehow or whatever. I Oh, you don't like this one, Super Scroll? Just 
having has everyone's every power, power including Thanos and Captain Marvel. It's a little well, the arm, I, baby. Look at that Drax arm. I always say shit like this, and I stand by it. Like, yes, this looks stupid in an image. Yes, it looks stupid in motion. It's a fucking super scroll where you're changing an arm. This is how it would look. This yeah. is how it looks in the comics. This is what it is. There's no way to make it look good. This fight was awesome, I think. Them changing between the powers, identifying, holy shit, that's ghost thing. Oh, they're doing the, um, not Proxima Midnight. What's his fucking name? Ebony, Ebony Ma. Ma. Yeah. Um, that stuff, like all of that. Mantis with the, it's like, this is cool. This, this is what I'd want to see from a super scroll concept that's taken more from just the Fantastic Four powers to our MCU heroes powers. They fucking did it, and it was cool. And although it was a uh, a mirror match fight to end the, the series, exciting. I liked it. I thought that this, it was a surprising end that I didn't expect to see from this show. And I was like, oh, there's some shit going on. But then it ends in a way where I'm like, I, I don't like that I'm asking questions that I know they're not going to answer. Like, I know I'm not going to be satisfied with Amelia Clark's uh, character and like how they deal with it. Whatever future. the result is from that. Yeah. Do you ever think you see her again? That's another question. Camera. Do we no. see her? Do we see Hercules? Do we see the fucking Star Fox from Harry Styles? Like, there, there's all these characters that they're just kind of like leaving. Oh, I was like, like, wait, was Hercules and Harry Styles in this? <laughs> Hercules was in a yeah, 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 There's just these characters that like, I don't know that we'll ever see again. And to that point, I feel like this show, more than anything we've seen in the MCU thus far, but it, retroactively looking at phase four and five, it really is the era of comics that I like least, Greg, where we did the whole build up, we got to the event. Now it's all, you don't need to read everything. If you do, you'll be rewarded and it'll mostly make sense and it'll mostly connect. But if you really care, you're going to get upset. <laughs> like it's not going to add up. Even though they said um, the sky is blue here, the sky is red now. You just got to kind of deal with it, even though all the other facts are correct. Um, well, I know one of my most annoying things about the MCU in general, I'll say, is that. They can't, I can't believe we're this deep into the MCU. And granted, I know years have gone by and yada yada, but there's ways to do this that I can't believe we haven't established. Here's who the president of the United States is. This is the president uh, you know. It's Dermot Mulroney. They have something to do with you? the Sokovia Accords, this, that, the other, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just like we had the one dude from Shawshank Redemption. Have in, you seen the wedding date? Yeah, I have. On that, I, I don't know. <laughs> we had the one guy who was the you know from Shawshank Redemption in Iron, Iron Man, Man 3. three. Then now we got Dylan Mulroney. Mulroney. I think it's Mulroney. I think it's Dermot Mulroney. And 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 and, and, and what? And now the Thunder. Were, so that's the thing. Is like so positive, negative on this for me. I don't even know where I stand. Where's on the lane it. from Seinfeld? Is, is is a lot of my potential, like, oh, the obvious theories of oh, clearly this is going to happen. Clearly that's going to happen. I thought that uh, Harrison Ford, Thunderbolt Ross. Cameo was assured. I thought that the president was going to die uh, at the end of this, and we're going to get a end or post credit stinger that uh, was just it like. It definitely uh, seemed like he was about to be a scroll, right? And all that, but like I, I feel like I can't believe we didn't get at least a mention of like, all right, the president's dead. That means the next president is. We just get a picture, Thunderbolt Ross, but it's Harrison Ford. Cool, we can now put it together. That's what's happening. Um, but I'll say I'm actually way more interested in what happened here of the president not being a scroll, not dying. And freaking having the scariest, worst announcement on TV ever gonna of like, we're going to kill all these motherfuckers. And watching the finale, I, there was three different things about it that I was like, oh, I don't like this at all. And then there was a twist. I'm like, oh, you know what? If I could like it. The way Nick Fury went in was coughing all the shit. I'm like, clearly there's some plan here. But like, well, this is so stupid. There's no way I'm going to be satisfied with this. And then when it was Amelia Clark and she had all the powers, I'm like, okay. I'm, oh, you didn't I'm think pretty, it was her? 
Uh, no, I, I knew they were going to have an answer. Right. But like with how they did it, I was satisfied. I was like, okay. I like this okay. and I'm cool with it. And uh, I forget what the other one was. But the president's speech, I was like, this is so ridiculous. I can't believe that they're going through with it. And then when Nick called him out, like, bro, you can't be doing that. I was like, all right, cool. I like that. Because the scene of what the president said inciting violence and us seeing people, normal people, vigilantes, how quick that happened of going and just fucking gunning uh, down uh, somebody doing a speech or whatever assassinating yeah. they were right a bunch of times wrong that one some time scrolls, some were not scrolls all that stuff i'm like yo this is amazing and this is this is real this is world war three worse than the russia war this is an actual world war for the mcu we know but is it ever gonna no. get dealt with yeah, no exactly marvels is not gonna start with nick fury be like we really fucked up that scroll situation america's in turmoil yeah. blah, blah, blah. but fingers crossed captain america 4 and thunderbolts actually address this and that, that hand's is still in the water about. <laughs> the big old hand. The big hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna address that. But anyway, that, that's I. I'm, I'm, this is gonna rank very, very low for me. Yeah, and I think my biggest issue was that I was feeling like the show was gonna, based on how the show was kind of trending, I was like, you know what? I think this is gonna be a show that's gonna be a bit of a slow burn. It's gonna get better towards the end, and it's gonna have a banger of a finale. And it started off like kind of mid, got a bit better, and then just stayed kind of mid, and then just ended in with a complete wet fart. <laughs> like yeah. it just mm. really bummed me out last night. And uh, yeah, this is going to bring pretty low for me as well. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate too because I was hoping I was hopeful for this because espionage shows tend to be a little easier to produce, given that you can shoot a large. They're largely just people in places, right? You don't they don't have to rely so heavily on the VFX. And so I was assuming they would build tension in this. Um, like it doesn't help that this kind of dropped at the same time as one of my other favorite shows, Jack Ryan on, uh, on Amazon prime I have not watched season four yet, but I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed those shows. And I think those jo- those shows do a very good job of campily building real political tension uh, by, by putting these groups again. And it ends, it, it tends to be like a whodunit, like, like mystery of like what's going on, what groups behind this, what are we doing? This and that. And we just got really, there was no mystery that. here. No mystery. No, not at all. And it was the thing of like, you know, in the beginning when uh, Everett Ross dies and he's a scroll, like, okay, cool. I mean, I kind of figured that when we we're doing Secret Evasion, mm-hmm. whatever. And then for like Rhodey, like that should have been awesome that he was revealed to be a scroll. Like, right. Yeah, but it did. And but here's the problem. And again, I think this comes back to just the way this whole thing was was written and conceived. Is like when Ro- the first time we see Rhodey and he's just being a fucking dick. I was like, oh, he's got a scroll. scroll. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks for telegraphing that from a mile away. There's I mean, no it's, it's so bad that it's so obvious he's a scroll. Then when it's revealed he's a scroll, and then when an episode later Olivia Coleman doesn't know he's a scroll, and Nick Fury has to tell her, I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Yeah, like it's, everyone yeah, knows you're at bad this at your point. job. Like, I yeah. want to keep grasping at straws though. Are, yeah. So has Marvel said that it's Civil War or Rhodey? Because so, my hope would be he wear he he you wear a hospital gown all the time. We're all jumping in. I, I I got you here. So the the writer of the show did an interview today and like didn't explicitly say it and like kind of teed it up in a way he explicitly said it, but then teed it up in a way of like but people can change and like people can make it whatever they want later if they needed to. But he did say he's wearing the same gown that he was wearing in Civil War and his feet aren't his legs aren't working. So okay. do the math. Fix you know it in I mean? Armor Wars. Fix it in Armor well, Wars. Well, but that so here's the thing. Potentially, there's a really cool story for Rhodey in Armor Wars, where not only is this a man that is um had his, his body taken over for a, a whole bunch of years, 
also missed out on the blip and also missed out on the world changing so many of his friends dying there's a really interesting story there of him now being in this world and having to deal with that are they gonna do that <laughs> but that's that's the problem it's like they got don Cheadle. he can he can pull that off mm -hmm. he's a great actor yeah. mm -hmm. he's a really good actor so yeah i hope so i hope they can the funniest tweet i saw over the weekend was a picture of captain not captain falcon captain america now because it was never Captain Falcon. <laughs> but Captain America now, Shang-Chi, and um, uh, Shuri mm -hmm. from Black Panther. And it was like, the new Avengers movie will be led by these. Like, these are the three new leaders of the Avengers. And somebody retweeted it. Lakers in five. <laughs> <laughs> like, like even the Lakers can beat this team, you know. Like, and it's like, man, I feel like we have just lost so much of the magic. Like, I watching this show as much as I love Samuel Jackson, it's kind of mostly that I love Samuel Jackson acting with Robert Downey Jr. and Samuel Jackson mm -hmm. acting with Chris Evans and and the whole squad. Like, it well, was another it's thing a, it's too. A combination of both of those things. So just seeing Samuel Jackson alone, I was like. Maybe it was never quite Nick Fury that made the magic for it's me. It's the idea, too, though, right, of, like, Nick Fury in all the other movies was once a step ahead of everybody. Yeah, that's fun to watch. Everybody. And then the one he wasn't was Far From Home, and then it was revealed he was a scroll at the end. I was like, oh, that's really cool, because he didn't act the same way. Don Cheadle and everything else, right? Uh, but this one, I just, you never, I never felt, I never felt like Nick Fury was one step ahead and I, I never felt like I'm too dumb to know he's once, you know what I mean? Like, oh, he's doing something. He's on to, it was just like, no, next year is just the doing that. Yeah. There's, there's a lot that I want to get into with this stuff, but I feel like we should get into the plot and then we can talk about okay. some of the, the specific things. You guys cool with that? Sure. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Did you know it only takes a few seconds to get it? That means if you go to add it to your laptop or iPhone right now, you could be done before this ad read is even over. And you know what else works fast? Honey's deal finding abilities. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. When you check out, the Honey button appears. All you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that and then if it finds a working coupon you will find the prices drop we've saved thousands of dollars thanks to honey buying costumes props tech over the years honestly not using honey is just silly honey doesn't just work on desktop it works on your iphone too just activate it on safari on your phone and you get to save on the go getting honey seriously only takes a few seconds and by getting it you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show you can get paypal honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny that's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny this episode's brought to you by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures just like Mike likes them. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked and every purchase supports the shady rays impact program which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life from childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions exclusively for y'all listening right now shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code kind of funny for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people 
Bowl. Again, that's ShadyRays.com. Use code KINDAFUNNY. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all know life can be hard. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know from experience how often it just seems easier to care about others and keep it moving. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. For more balance with BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kindoffunny betterhelp.com slash kind of funny another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Secret Invasion Dam. This show is really bland. Secret Invasion Man. A while back, Tim, you said something mm-hmm. to the effect of not on this show, but on another show we did together that if you had not a lot of people were watching this or not everybody was super into it, so you could watch this in review and it could just be the cliff notes for you and you could just be done. And so at that point, all you need to know is Rhodey is a scroll and has been since Civil War. Mm-hmm. And there was a little boy named Gravik who's a scroll and he was pissy about fucking shit forever because Nick Fury said he'd get him a new planet and then he didn't. So then he's going to ruin our planet, but they beat him and that's the end of that. And none of it would matter. That's it. That's that. I, I don't agree. That the would be the war. Greg. That would be the Greg story right there for plot. If it was a traditional, you know, for the the shows we read the wiki because yeah. there's so many episodes. If I was summarizing it, I would do that and cross my arms and walk off set because yeah. that's what it is. You need to know something about this, Rody. That's the only thing you gotta know. The, we're never that. coming back as fucking president. Him. We're never seeing Amelia Clark uh, again. Sure. We're seeing the president, hundred percent. Did I just fucking say that? The wedding date. I said something about the president okay. didn't matter. Sucked or matter didn't matter. Mm. Amelia Clark, we're never seen again. I mean, I, eh, I, we have, eh. but I just don't know how they're going to do I it. I think that's too eh. big of a thing you can't address in the future. I think it's too big of a thing to then address. Hey, I am still here, guys. What the fuck are we doing with you? <laughs> Why, yeah. Are you going to help us? Or I mean, what are, again, just looking at the roadmap of the movies, it gets kind of tough, but like she's teaming up with Olivia Coleman, who is a world power. We're about to be dealing with a, 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 a brave new world. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I need... I need everybody in the comments who has ever watched a little show called Better Call Saul to be like, damn. Better Call Saul would sometimes tease out for three or four episodes that Jimmy McGill, Saul Goodman, Bob Odenkirk, was slow playing, slow burning a plan this whole time. And you'd you'd be drip fed like, oh, what's this? Oh, he's working on that. Oh, he's adding to that thing that we saw. What's going on? And then you'd get this crazy thing that he, it turns out he was doing this whole time. You're like, fuck, dude. Like Greg was just mentioning, this dude is so ahead of all of us. This dude is just light years ahead of what of our thinking right now. He's so smart. And I, I totally agree with you, Greg. Like you mentioning, I wanted to be 
I wanted to feel like we were watching a master espionage dude Nick Fury doing some shit that we Nick never Fury. expected. And there was just no creativity in it. There was a couple times where he played dumb and, you know, distracted people, put the little thing on Owl McAuley or whatever. And like, all right, that was, that was neat, but it wasn't like... Oh, I mean, I think that's like so... And then, then he gets to, to the like, end and he's just calling the president acting like they're bros. Like, I don't know. I don't want to buy this conversation happening, you know? Mm. I understand you're Nick Fury. Again, I, it's just one of them should have turned into a scroll there. Fury or the president. <laughs> Either uh, one. Come on, do something. They both again, like, the both scrolls. Hey, well, I, when he was delivering the message, the president, right? And I fucked up the plot. When you're delivering the message, I was definitely like, oh, well, clearly there was another scroll faction, or this is, I missed something, and this is going to turn out to be old graphic or what? No. I like it being a human more. Like it goes back. There's they a do line, something cool. With there's it. a line. If in we the finale, come back to a fucked up world because of it, awesome. Yes, yes. Uh, there's a line in the finale. I'm all where, Khan ain't gonna say shit. But, about he, but this. even then, like, like just taking up like what it was in this show. The show promised a world war, and they gave us a world war. Like the end result of all this, and Fury just fucking Fury like loses and leaves. Essentially, it's like what this comes down to with this show, which I do think is semi interesting if you're just looking at the show and not thinking about other projects coming after. But there's a line in the finale that I really liked that was Fury, but it was actually Gaia saying to Gravik, like, it's easier to save 8 billion people than it is to change their hearts and minds. And, like, that to me combined with this this world war where it was the threat of Russia and America having all their problems, but now it's this so beyond that where everyone's turning on everything. Tensions are higher than they've ever been because of the blip and then also because of these aliens. That shit, I think, is very interesting, and it's a, an interesting end place. It's just I'm with you that I don't have full faith that it's going to be done well in the future. I still need to do a show about the blip, a little anthology series about like what people and things and fun stories that came out of the blip. Not fun, but you know what I mean. But, I mean, that's exactly like the Falcon and Winter Soldier thing. I, I, it sucks because the ideas and concepts presented there, like people being displaced and what that means yeah. and that the world there, so interesting, and then it just kind of like they didn't do anything with it in the show. Then well, no, every other like project a, after big, it doesn't feel like that's the world that they're in. They had a big party, right? We had a party down and Bucky brought a cake. Right. Good day. We'll start with episode one, Resurrection. Of course, we're reading from the book of Wikipedia. In Moscow, <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Taylor's? Taylor's? Taylor's. 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 Like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor's. Taylor's. Pursues Everett K. Ross for killing CIA agent Prescott, who theorized that shape shifting scroll rebels, frustrated with uh, Taylor's and Nick Fury, have not found them a new home planet, intended to incite a war between Russia and the United States to take over Earth. Maria Hill arrives to assist Ross, but discovers that he is a scroll. She calls Fury, who has been working in space for years following the blip. Returning and again, then throughout this fucking show, they just keeps telling us over and over and over again he's not the same Nick Fury. Yeah, but he kind of is. But he's not. But he kind of is. is. And and that's the thing is like again, the reason I enjoyed the show so much in the beginning, uh, or as much as I did, so much is wrong. But is you see Fury and he gets to Earth and he's walking, he's limping a little, and he they keep it. You're gravity. You used to be five steps ahead. Now you're 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 a little behind all this stuff. And I feel like that Even is interesting. And I would have loved some reveal of him being like, "Gotcha, motherfuckers!" Like yeah. I, I've been trying to make you think this the whole time, and that just wasn't the case. And Martin Freeman the whole time is just like. Listen, do we have to kill these scrolls? I'm American with my American accent. This is my perfect American accent. <laughs> Returning to Earth, Fury learns that Talos has been exiled from the Scroll Council and replaced by former ally Gravik, the Rebels' leader. Fury cool is- to see Shooter McGavin as a scroll. Shooter, that was cool. Yeah. Love, I just love seeing that guy work. Yeah, because yeah. you know he's gonna give you gold. <laughs> yeah, every time. Love seeing him work. Love <laughs> Fury is kidnapped by MI6 agents working for his old acquaintance Sonia Falsworth. Uh, who refuses to work with Fury to stop Gravik. Amazing performance from Olivia. Mm-hmm. So much fun here. I like her in everything she's in. 
I love the line where he says they just like fantastically renditioned me. And she goes, did you guys finally get to that level of fantasticness? Ah, I didn't think you had it in you or something like that. I'm like, give her more screen time. So many of her lines are great, dude. I want to see her go off against Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I I just shocked she didn't in this, but yeah. yeah. Using a bug to eavesdrop on her, Fury and Talos 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 locate the scrolls who procured dirty bombs uh, from the rebels, uh, including Talos's daughter Gaia. After Talos reveals that her mother Soren was killed by the rebels, so so much of this bothers the shit out of me, dude. I bet you there was such a plan to have that. I, in there. I mean, so I was convinced from episode one that Gravik was actually Soren, the wife. Because we we don't ever see Gravik transform until way later into the series. And it's like, oh, there's some shit going on here. Mm-hmm. And the way that they kept bringing up Talos' wife, Soren, who is the Maria Hill scroll from Far From Home. Like, we know this woman. She's killed off screen here. They keep talking about the seed that's, like, going to plant the life, like, whatever, and how much she loved that shit. It's just like, yo, she's... And she's mad at Talos and, like, the whole relationship with Guy and all this stuff. It really just felt like they, they needed Amelia Clark to be in the show because she's a name. And so they're like, oh, let's kill the mom just so we can have the daughter. And it just did not work for me. After Talos reveals that her mother, Soren, was killed by the rebels, Gaia reveals the rebels' plans to attack Voss and Darkwood Square and Unity Day. Yeah. Fury, you Ill, and Talos fail to intercept the bombs before Gravik detonates them. This is where I start asking questions. Mm-hmm. And again, I think there's explanations that you could say, right? Is she conflicted? So she's sort of helping her dad here, but she's not helping her dad here. Well, she found out around mom, man. She flipped. That's how much she cared about this. That's what it is? Okay. Dude, I like, I then think. Then why? I think this. Sorry, follow up question. Go ahead. Not just tell everyone where these people are hiding. She so many questions of why not just kill this guy? She was why there in the very why first didn't episode. Why did ever just kill <laughs> Fury? Why? Because he needed the harvest. That was uh, the answer. But Andy, that's, that's a stupid answer. Yeah, that's boring, right? It's boring, but like, I need superpowers. You know what's more what's scary? Someone who's playing two massive superpowers against each other, Russia and United States. I thought the whole thing was, was like, like bacon guy. we're going to figure it out. They're going to have to launch. Because I think that at one guy. point they say the um, the the radiation doesn't bother them. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a perfect. You just nuke the entire world. And then. That's the, the plan, right? Good yeah. Idea. But is it? I don't know. It was like. I I'll I thought it was just to get the two. I guess the, I guess they're going to go war together. But I wanted I needed to see like launch silos and like nuclear missiles. You did. About to go. They had them. Did we? Yeah. The uh, last episode had a, missiles going up. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, one, the, yeah. The plan though. Oh, yeah. Oh, was, you're right. Start well, nuclear the, warfare. Yeah, the submarine. All the so. nuclear war, war, fallout kills all of us. We get all some right. rad roaches and then yeah they own the they own right. war. Solid call. Sorry. Yes. This whole right. final sequence gave me the most hope for the show mm-hmm. uh, of episode one of all of the I mean just the stuff that we talk about why we I love Mission Impossible two people tailing each other. Who's right? Who's wrong? Who's on whose side? Who's going to double cross? And the amount of times that Gravik switches in this scene and it's changing from person to person, like this is like where I'm like, oh, actually, this is going to be a really good show, and I'm and super into it. In that episode, uh, when he does that, they're all people Fury had seen earlier in that yeah. episode, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, this is pretty like cool. This, this Gravik guy is a million steps ahead of you, Fury. You've always been ahead of the game, and this guy's even five steps ahead of that. And then uh, Mary Hill just. Gets the gap in the ensuing chaos. Gravik disguises himself as Fury and kills Hill. <gasps> Bummer. Yeah. Sorry, okay, Marie Colby. Hill. Not important. Not an important character. Colby will miss you. She's Didn't one of the few people they can afford to show up in everything, though. <laughs> now we'll be showing up. In everything. I love Marie Hill and I love Colby Smolders. Like I was, I was like, what the fuck? We did. That's how she's done. She's just done. Yeah, it seems or like she's it. done with Marie Hill. Okay, cool. Did I mean? Did it seem Guess like she's not inheriting that helicarrier? It's been mothballed anyway. When this get when when she gets killed off, it really just kind of makes me think that 
All right, we need we we need another star in this role. We need somebody else that we can slot into whatever her guy in the chair was sort of role. You know what I mean? Like whatever happened to Peggy's uh, niece? Oh yeah, who should have been a fucking scroll because she acted completely out of character. Oh, she's the weapons person, right? 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 Yeah. right. She's the helping out. Broker. She's helping out the power broker. Role. All right, weapons arbiter is Chris Anka. Yeah. 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 Okay. My apologies. Forgot about that show. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Promises. In 1997, Fury recruits several Skrull refugees, including a young orphaned Gravik, in exchange for helping them find a new home planet. In the presence, in the present, Talos reveals to Fury that a million Skrulls are living on Earth. This is a fun conversation. Again, back so to cool, back man. to your point, Tim, of any one-on-one conversation. And again, I'm getting what I like here of Ben Mendelsohn, Samuel Jackson. They're on a train. He decides himself as a woman at one point. They're, they, you know, they have a little thing. Tell me something I don't know. A little, you know, my mom and I used to play this on the train. That was fun. I like it was great. I, again, that's character stuff, man. I, it, it's so good. And I feel like that's where the show kind of shines and it, it shines. Like it's not all bad. It's just surrounded by. Eh. Yeah. Uh, of course, this leads to them breaking up. This is in your little Wikipedia thing. And, you know, Ben Mendelsohn gets off the train or whatever. Um, uh, as the U.S. is implicated in the bombing, Gravik meets with the Skrull Council and gains the majority support to lead the Skrulls in a new war. Another scene I really liked. Dude. Peter McGavin, everybody else, you know, bending the knee, turning the little Skrull layers out to go bow down. Love it, man. There's a, a real palpable sense of tension where it's like, oh, fuck, the world leaders, people that control media, people that control like all this shit. The prime they're Skrulls. They're bad people. They're they're all in on this. They might have been in on this for a very long time. We don't know. And they are actively trying to make it look like America's fucking Russia. I loved that stuff. It's yep. like, God, this is this is cool as hell. And I can understand it as a dum-dum. It's, it's not to throw another analog at you. Uh, this is sort of ripped from the sum of all fears, which is another Tom Clancy movie. The bomb is in play. Right. Uh, ben Affleck. The idea being that, and I'll get some of these hazy, but the idea being that a Russian made bomb was going to blow up in Baltimore. And then they were going to think, oh, the Russians were starting this, but it was actually a neo-Nazi fascist group that was like coming up from Germany, but, th- and didn't want, they basically just wanted to put them, you know, in collision with each other. Done so much better there. Terrifying there. Terrifying to the fact that like, game. It was a baseball game. And the bomb actually goes off, which is crazy. Is this the one uh, Ben Affleck's in? Yes. The uh, bomb is in play. Remember? I'll never forget the trailer for it where he would go, it wasn't the Russians. Yeah. That was like one of the lines he says. That was like um, always in the trailer that I always played. But there's, he says the bomb is in play in it too. Oh. He the trailer, in the trailer. How's he say it? It's a, the bomb is in play. <laughs> but there's a wonderful moment when they're trying Kevin, to figure Kevin, if you could get that out. from the trailer for me, that'd be great. Um, Some of all fears, Ben Affleck, the bomb the is Russians in play. Get that line too. They're trying to figure it out. And there's a, it's, there's just this moment of chaos at the end where it's like James Cromwell playing the president. He's got the cut. And there's, he just breaks. He's like, what are we going to His like, chief of staff's like, what are we going to do? He's like, I don't fucking, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know. And it's this crazy moment where they're on Air Force One. And they're about to launch the fucking nukes. And Damn, it's so fucking, tonight, it's bro. so tense. <laughs> and at no point did we ever get that tension no. here with me. And that's, that's no. what I wanted. I wanted that level of like, someone's, someone's really got this mm-hmm. fucking badass plan. And we don't know who they are because they don't ever want to be known. Dude. Gravik's just like, I'm everywhere. Yeah, he's fucking everywhere. I, I did not like Gravik in the early episodes for Gravik, sure. Sorry, Gravik. Uh, Matt Gravik, she's everywhere. Yeah. Performance in the final episode. Cool as hell. I, exactly. Oh, dude, the, I'm with oh, you, man. He grabs oh, the Fury's face and is screaming. Great, great, great monologue there. But um, the, the tension and all that stuff, what I did love is in addition to the threat of this world war in a world that we understand and know because it's real, there's also the thing of like, there's now footage of Nick Fury Killing, ca- killing people, causing this to all happen. Here we go. Using we the scroll stuff. I, I thought that was cool. It just never hit that point that you're talking about here. This, this, that we're about to watch. You didn't claim so hard for this. I love it. 
Thank you. Perfect. Nailed it, Kevin. Nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it, man. Well, you that told you guys. I know. What's the other one now? It wasn't the Russian. That was like in the trailer, I remember. In the uh, previous. Oh, God. I love it here. Nailed it, Greg. That was good. Uh, dissenting councilwoman Shirley C. Sager uh, can contacts Talos to arrange a meeting between him and Gravik. In London, Fury meets with Colonel James Rhodes to explain the situation, but Rhodes discharges Fury and blames him for the bombing and Hill's death. Again, you're like, man, this isn't, this is so off the mark from what it is. Yep. They got a retcon this. They's not gonna, they're not going to take away Civil War. Um, Fallsworth interrogates an imprisoned rebel. A great scene again where she comes in. Where's the escape thing? I just, uh, just a hunch. I'm going to need an escape route out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you very much. Lovely. Um, Insanely violent show. We yeah, didn't talk cuts about his finger that, off, right? But dude, there's some stuff in this that I was like, "Fuck!" And I, I thought it was like good uses of violence, like the it's, pulling the thing off. His and head. this is great too. So here we go again. Oh, back to my point that it isn't going to be from Civil War on. You cut off the finger; it turns into a scroll finger. You get stabbed in the. Ha- you get shot in the hand later on in a future episode. It's a scroll hand. So when they would have done. The surgery on Rhodey, you would have had scroll blood. You would have had skull shit. Like he, I remember in the end game, he's like, canopy, canopy, canopy. Right? Like he was he had a cut on it. He wasn't bleeding purple or anything. Yeah, I know. I'm with it you. It better man. not fucking be Civil War. I mean, it is, but Tim, you're right. It I love sense. You. You're family to me. If it's Civil War, I'm bare knuckle boxing your ass. Holy all right? Shit, if it's yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. How about this? How about this? I'll beat you too. You want I'll it too, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. What if, like, you know, obviously the canopy moment happens. Uh, uh, I can't Rody, remember if he had a cut. I figured he had a cut. Rody goes down. Probably. But, like, what if that's the moment that they're like, damn, we're going to need a lot of extra time in order to recover him, to bring him back to full power. We need to put a scroll in place in the meantime because, like, like well, you know, like, when people say that, like, there's always rumors that, like, oh, the president actually died, like, a week ago, but they're just, like, keeping everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. show Dave. And the movie Dave. The movie Never Dave, mind. exactly. Yeah. The dragon. Sigourney Weaver. Dave's Love dick him. is different in it. That's one of the ways she knows she it's knew not him. was not a little, it was a little bigger. Actually, <laughs> God. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> Remember when Greg was trying to jerk off to Bridgerton? <laughs> there was no trying. Is that the London show? Yeah. What's that? My London, Sean- London Bridge is falling down. No. no. <laughs> I don't think Fergie was in it. No, no, she but it's just a fun song. Shonda Rhimes, the Shonda Land show, right? But is that is that the period piece? Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's like Never they have a it. gossip columnist and shit. A lot of sex in it. What's the what's the show that on the BBC that everybody watches? Oh, you're thinking Down of Downton Abbey. Ah, that's Ver- the one. Same amount of sex though. That's no, the one. no, no. Didn't watch Dude, that either. On the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it out there. I forget if it, I forget. <laughs> there's one part where she's like on a library ladder, Andy. You gotta yeah. watch this fucking. But it's show. on Netflix. Season one. It's season one. Season, season one. If people didn't oh. like season two. Yeah, no, again, this is what I was talking about. I couldn't jerk off to. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Fallsworth interrogates imprisoned rebel Brogan, who reveals what Gra- that Gravik is building a machine capable of strengthening the scrolls with help from a scientist couple, the Daltons. Named Kevin, after Timothy Dalton. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Kevin, yeah! <laughs> that was real good, Kev. <laughs> Named after Roadhouse's Dalton. Uh, Gaia discovers that the rebels are experimenting with power DNA before accompanying Gravik to kill Brogan. This is cool when she goes into their little 1980s computer. They've got Groot there, and they got a uh, Cole Obsidian. Yeah, there it is. I was going to say Cal Extremis. Yeah, Extremis. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool, cool stuff here. Hey, we got a universe. New Scrollos. We should use some. No, bad name. But we got some uh, universe shit we should use here. And I, I, I just, I need, uh, I know there's been six weeks of 
people breaking down this shit. So it's like there's a lot of things out there. But like one big question is like we know that New Asgard exists. So this whole concept of like we're gonna kill all the aliens is like, do they do they count as aliens or are they cool? Nah. Why didn't if Fury promised to fucking home? Why couldn't he have just done it if he could do it for the fucking Asgardians? Why can't you do Asgardians it for these guys? Because like mean, Norway was like, yo, we kind of like worship you. You want to come here and have an ice cream stand? Like, yeah, fuck, cool. Right? But I mean, it's also like the, you know, Ukraine refugees, they found a f- safe place for them real quick, you know? Yeah, they I think, I mean, U- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why, they should have called it Scrollville. That's my, that's my big That's take the away. big takeaway, yeah. <laughs> take a scroll and Scrollville. <laughs> Fury returns home. And gets his little wedding ring out of the dish and puts it on. And is met by his wife, a scroll named Vara, who is taking on the human identity, Priscilla Davis. Can we talk about how awesome this house is? I Dude, there. is it not the best the house, house you've ever fucking seen? Yeah. Lots yeah. of natural light. I like that. Yeah. Dude, every, every time they, they showed up, every single thing was immaculate. The one, one note Gia has on this. Mm. The books are organized by color. That yeah, is her. To. She just can't. She doesn't like that. Doesn't she like has that to be anymore. alphabetical? Yeah. Can you she tell she cares that, about books so much? Tell, she's like, they're not just a fucking prop. Can you tell you that only an insane person reads a book more than once? <laughs> I'm, yeah, she doesn't read books more than once. But okay. Why keep them? We there? should get a book. Why keep them? We should get a book. Throw them you know away. I have my bookshelves. Plants that I keep killing. Nice. Next time we go to Tim and G's, we should bring a book. He winked at I know. I didn't put a bunch Why of ants wait? inside and you put it up there and you walk away. <laughs> ants? Yeah, I'm into this. Nick said, my 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 shelves have plants on them and then, then they die and then winked at Greg. Off camera. <laughs> Greg gets the struggle. He you guys don't understand. He gets yeah. fucking Greg. He's Again. out there jerking off to three-year-old Netflix shows. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. How, why does it matter how, lo- how old they are? You know what I mean? You understand like, why I was so surprised that I thought it was Downton Abbey you were jerking off to? Like, yeah. No, I do get it. I had them mixed up. Professor McGonagall's in that, though. Sure. Down Abbey, notorious for being like chest. That, that slow burn chest. British, it's all about sex. Oh. They're very different vibe shows. Very different. Down Abbey does that thing, though, where you're starting to get into it, and you're like, okay, maybe I could. And it's like, oh, it's a tannic sink. You're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. All right, well. Oh, we discovered badminton. <laughs> it's a, it's a new a, game. It's a plot point. <laughs> plot point. We found a shuttlecock. Yeah, the plot point for this show. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> There's this thing, too, in Bridgerton season mm-hmm. two, right? There was a pause. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> Did y'all hear that dead air for a second? That Greg really had to decide. Try to work in this B story for a while, all right? You remember this? Which B story? The, the dad got stung by a bee and died. And so his kids all fucked up He's about it. boob. <laughs> now, again, season two, not that many boobies. Oh, man. Very upsetting. Fury, I did that part. Again, I like this thing that he had a wife. That was I cool. loved it. Yeah. I, I really did. I, I don't know. I loved exactly where they went with it all, but like... Sick reveals and stuff here, I thought. Number three. Mm. Betrayed. Gravik reveals to the scroll account. What, I'm not allowed to be intense once in a while? You know? <laughs> I'm sorry, Andy. You know what? I built all this from the ground to show your acting skills. But I come Episode out here. Three. There it is. See? There it is. See it is? Now it's just Andy's show again. You know? <laughs> Gravik <I'm> reveals... <laughs> Do what you are. We're having a meeting outside. I was having Rogers fucking spitting milk out of his nose. I would just go, Kamala. <laughs> he was dying a lot. That's a good impression. Gravik reveals to the Scroll Council that he intends to create Super Scrolls with special abilities using the power DNA. He also explains that he has sent rebels to infiltrate the Royal Navy in order to launch missiles at a United Nations aircraft. 
Gravik meets with Talos to negotiate a parlay, but the discussion breaks down when the former threatens to kill Gaia. I mean, the cool shot from the trailer of everybody turning into Gravik. Oh, I didn't see it in the trailer. I saw so that was cool to me. Yeah, where he's like, cool as fuck. gets Very up cool. and he's like grabbing his fucking, and everybody yeah. stands up and does it. And I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, we're gonna do one of these like anybody can be Gravik kind of things. You know what I mean? Like one Gravik falls, another rises. But imagine you see it in the trailer, like, oh wow, we're about to get something here. Yeah, yeah. We got a whole again, lot of another dumb question because I know there's any, a reason behind it. Why not kill? Just kill Fury? Because Sword right King. now they only have Extremis, Call Obsidian. Oh, they want whatever Obsidian. they and needed. Groot. The oh. harvest and Groot. Right. Yeah. That's they right. needed the harvest. That's right. That's which, right. Kevin, I can't wait till you hear what the harvest is. But continue, Greg. Gaia secretly sends Tal- Talos uh, information about the Royal Navy attack. Fury, angry that Talos. Talos. In, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, lost so many scrolls to infiltrate Earth reluctantly as Talos. Dude, I'm going to have to slow down every time uh, to help him stop Gravik. They contact Fallsworth to, and learn the name of the, the Naval Command Headquarters officer in charge, Commodore Robert Fairbanks. Fury and Talos break into Fairbanks' home. Oh, they, they, we skipped the whole drive and them arguing in the car. Again, I like this. Yeah. You know, a, French, a strained friendship, or was it ever a friendship? Was it just a working relationship which somebody abused? Wouldn't know anything about that. Now would you, Andy? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Fury and Talos break into Fairbanks' home and interrogate him, learning that he is a scroll. This whole scene, when I don't think about it, I really like. The moment you put an ounce of thought into the who, what, when, where, why of any of it, it's like, oh, this is stupid. But how it was just happening i was like entertained by this a lot of like these submarines they're trying to get the name and like he called him nick and all that stuff super into cool. it it's just kind of like then when you start asking questions like oh okay did they kill him in front of the kid did they kill no the, the kid, kid was in the other room they left what did the they do kid. with the kid they left him they left him tied up to the heater which again i was just like such a weird thing of like yeah. they know how much they care about the kid whose name escapes me so i'm calling him teddy they know how much the, this guy cares <laughs> Of course, <laughs> on fire, right? they know, how, course much, they know how much Robert cares about Teddy, right? Because immediately they come up when they've got Teddy and they get him to put the gun down, right? So now t- they like then they just like then they they chain Teddy up to the heater, mm-hmm. come back in, tell us the passcode. And he's like, I'm not going to tell you the passcode. I'd be like, Oh fuck, I go get Teddy. Now I shoot him in the foot. You know what I mean? Like this is <laughs> this ain't off pieces. Yeah, of this ain't goddamn rocket science. I know your weakness. Yeah, don't you're gonna sit there and fucking posture like you're tough? You just rolled over because of fucking Teddy. You know what I mean? Roll over again. I'm gonna roll you and Teddy up in a carpet over the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'd be a great Joker. You know what I mean? Push, push me one I'm step. So glad you're not. Just fucking yeah, no, push I, me. I feel like the thing about Joker is like there's a lot of not having eye contact. Greg just looks straight into my like he looks at me. I see him looking into my eyes. Then he starts laughing and he's seeing my soul. Yeah. <laughs> I'd fuck Teddy up. You know what I mean? Yeah, Save, stop World War Three or whatever. And I get creative. You know, I'd go looking for the golf clubs and shit. Especially, and we're in a we're in a bedroom, right? A lot of people don't think you can turn anything into a torture room. I disagree, right? Take Teddy's hand, just slam it in the drawer right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that was too ready, Greg. This the underwear drawer. <laughs> you know what I mean? And me and Nick Fury just have to. You can tie someone up with socks if you try hard enough. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, back to it. Uh, after he provokes Talos. Into killing him, Talos contacts Gaia, who acquires Fairbanks' authorization code so they can abort the missile launch in time. This is another one, too. 
she goes down to the basement where everybody's sitting there in their little mind control devices. And I'm like, oh, she's going to dive in. She, and then she's like, watches the TV and just, oh, it's Teddy. You know what I mean? It's Teddy's the fucking word. And Teddy's, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. Lame. Uh, Lame. Wait, this is where the missiles were. Is this where we see the missile silo and the guy that's the... the no, the I was thinking that's of... Later, right? they, like, literally, they, the they, they have the, very, a very similar thing happens at the end where, like, remember, everybody's got their guns drawn in, on the president, right, president and the Super Scrolls are the, fighting. Yeah. Like, you gotta call off the launch. And, yeah. Oh, that's the president launching. It wasn't the Russians. Yeah, right. <laughs> the bomb is in play! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh, Gaia attempts to run away, but Gravik, who suspected her of betrayal, shoots her and leaves her for dead. Meanwhile, Vara secretly contacts an unknown person wishing to speak to Gravik, but is denied. Ooh. Again, enticing. Watching this week to week, I'm like, oh shit, I think Amelia Clark's dead, but she could be alive. They could do this, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then there's also this like, oh damn, Fury's wife is a scroll and also like potentially not on his side. Does he know she's a scroll? Does he not? We don't know. And then they answer that question very quickly. They do. And it's not that satisfying overall. No. Uh, number four beloved I would say beloved but they say beloved uh, beloved I'm beloved, a beloved guy I'm beloved, beloved I like beloved yeah. feels more fitting before she attempted to run away from the rebels Gaia used Gravik's machine to imp- empower herself with extremist abilities this allows her to recover from Gravik's gunshot and meet with Talos he explains to her that he is planning to ask United States President Ritson to help the, help the Skrulls after they successfully stop the Rebels, which disappoints Gaia, who hoped for a stronger plan to find them a new home. And she just walks off. Mm-hmm. She's, it's like a shot in a field and there's a fence and she clearly just walks to the fence. I was like, where are you, where are you going? What is this? I, I saw a really good breakdown of why so many of these shows have just really odd editing and blocking and all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff like that. And... The, the somebody kind of put it perfectly on Twitter of like these shows, these Disney ones in particular, are not really shot with the like with the directors and cinematographers' ideas in mind. They're shot for coverage, yeah, because they have to. It was I, I know exactly the picture they were talking about that was like being made fun of. It was a picture of uh, Nick Fury sitting on the couch, sitting on a couch in front of a green screen holding a green-screened weapon to be, like, CG'd. Mm-hmm. And he's holding, like, a green, like a weapon with markers on it, with CG markers. And everybody was like, ah, you know, Marvel's all, why waste uh, CG on that? It's so stupid. And they're like, no, it's not for CG. It's because the reason why whenever y'all have issues with the editing and the pacing and weird stuff that happens in these shows, or sometimes they repeat shots or whatever, it's because they mainly just shoot for coverage rather than, like, shooting for the quality of it because they know that, well, China won't be able to show this aspect of the show that we'll have to edit out easily. This country won't be able to show this aspect of the show that we'll have to edit out easily. So they have like 12, 12 15 different, different variations of everything. And like, yeah. and that's why a lot of these moments do feel kind of like, sometimes they'll just show a random shot of somebody looking really odd. It's like, what was the point of that? You know, and I feel like that happens a lot in these movies. Mm. And that tweet like kind of put it perfectly for me as well as the cg debate of like people from cg houses replying to these tweets about the bad marvel cg and going look here's how cg happens now in hollywood marvel puts out a thing and says hey we need this shot this shot this shot and this shot and all these cg houses set for or put forth their like proposals and it's always like 
whoever could do it for the cheapest and the fastest yeah. is going to get the proposal. And that's why it's just like, that's why a lot of the shots look rushed and bad at times because they're going for the cheapest well, and the fastest. Probably how we got the intro. Yeah. That was AI, say that, right? A bunch of garbo. That is how like CG houses have always done it. So it's like yeah, when like a like but a it's 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 even worse now because like yeah. I, I'm talking about all the stuff that was made during COVID that was like the production was going to be even tougher then mm -hmm. and things just looked worse. Then. Yeah, but there, that's 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 I, I hear you and I understand that. But there's some shots in here and some editing in here that that are just god awful and yeah. a lot of it's the blocking of the actual actors that could have been like there's a, there's a moment where um uh, uh, his wife and Amelia Clark are wa they they they're walking toward the kitchen and. The scene normally you would when you're walking when you have two characters walking into a different room normally that would motivate a camera angle change but instead they just walk and stop and start talking to each other as if we were like if you and I were talking this way and they just sort of kind of turn for each other and talk <laughs> and the scene goes on for so long that exactly I'm thinking why have they not cut like motivate tell your actor to pick up a cup or, do, or walk over here for something else to motivate a camera move to a different cut so we can get them out of this fucking environment because it, it starts to get claustrophobic after a while like and, and they just didn't they do that I, they do eventually where she goes like oh how about some tea or something but like put that line earlier so i, I thought okay different. maybe we're thinking about difference i thought you were talking about the scene that like the i thought the reason they did that was a choice because it was when they were walking and talking and they're like Oh, like, you know, don't worry about me. I'm ready for them whenever they fucking come. And then they fucking, uh, the next karate kid them and fucking fall through the... Uh, That's the same scene, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that was supposed to be like, we're supposed but to this sit is... with them uncomfortably long so they could be interrupted by them. No, this flashing. was prior to that. And, and again, I could be wrong because I'd have to go back and watch this. But I remember distinctly being they're in the kitchen and then they go into the green room that we'd never seen before, but it has this like wild... DNA strand garden that I don't think they even talked about. They Maybe, did. No. Like, they, okay. They, yeah. yeah they good. Did. Good. Um, but that's where I think the fight scene happens. Then it's just a cool like fight scene between the two, like kicking ass. It's pretty cool. But it was. But it's, it's just. Pretty cool. There's just a lot yeah. of those moments in there. There's also a couple scenes that I'm like, man, they really should have just. They didn't need that really quick, quippy move move person from point A to point B scene. When, like we would have just understood. When you were reenacting that scene right now, it reminded me a lot of your uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man One. <laughs> Here we go. Greg, I'm gonna do this. Then please go on with the plot. Thank you. <laughs> Don't, make... <laughs> I love it. Don't make him laugh. <laughs> Audio listeners, he's rotating real slow. <laughs> Looking off camera. Can I please get uh, Toby Maguire's introduction in Spider-Man uh, No Way Home? You think you know me? You don't know anything? Was that no, no, that's Spider-Man. Oh, is that when, when he, he comes through the portal? Youth pastor. <laughs> He's just bobbling his microphone. <laughs> Thank you, Toby. Thank you, Toby. Physical comedy. Toby. Vara meets with Rhodes as dis a disguised scroll named Rava uh, and is instructed by the latter to kill Fury. Having recently listened to their conversation, uh, Fury confronts Vara over this, but they reconcile after she reveals she took an oath to her human counterpart to never harm Halava. That was really cool. I liked yes. all this. This is the gunshot part, right? And the explanation of everything. Great. Uh, and again, this is the, you know, they snuck out a terminal pa cancer patient. Doctor was never like, that's where they didn't die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fury visits Rava and shares a drink with her. Oh, maybe. No, secretly planting a liquid tracker. Fury and Talos uh, then follow Rava as she picks up. Oh, right, 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 right. I see. And Talos then follow Rava as she picks up Ritz Ritson 
for talks with Russia. Uh, Gravik and the rebels attack uh, Ritson's convoy disguised as Russian terrorists. Fury and Talos extract an unconscious Ritson, but Gravik kills Talos in the process. And this is the episode where you go, oh, this is where that 200 budget, $200 million budget is going to. Like, I could see where it's actually going to now because I was, a lot of the criticism was like, this show costs how much? Where the fuck are they spending that money? And this sequence I thought was, it looked pretty big budget in terms of like explosions and all the Dude, it was sick. Shit happening. I, honestly, yeah. I thought this was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Ah. Episode 5, Harvest. Harvest. <laughs> Following their failed attack on Ritson, the Rebels start to lose faith in Gravik for not killing Fury and his perceived deception towards them. A new recruit named Beto leads a small group in mounting a mutiny, but Gravik kills them all. Meanwhile... Root powers. Right, yeah, that was cool. This is, if you remember the hentai from back in the trailer reacts we did. When I said Kevin's hentai. laughing a lot. I'm fucking on fire today. Kevin, Kevin yeah. love, I just, it, it, me and Nick had a moment that like we only had and like I don't think he thinks I even saw it. But what were you doing? Yeah, I've done this before, Kevin. I'm glad you finally picked up on it. Okay. Sometimes I like to treat this like it's a microscope. Yep. He was looking at the head out of the light and he was looking at it as a microscope. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is a great episode of it review, everybody. I Holy was wondering what he was doing. It, it wasn't even related to it. <laughs> Greg was saying. I was thinking about I was thinking about that botany garden that lady had in the show, yeah. and I was like, I bet she had a microscope in there. Probably did. And Patriot game. What's all Russian? Damn it! I missed it. I missed it. It was supposed to. Be- the bomb is in play. My, Mike L says, "Oh, no, 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 no. Alex uh, says, Greg just totally went over the fact that Talos died. Not that it really matters. Was that the end of?" Yeah. yeah, he got stabbed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he gets- but Gravit kills Talos in the process. I said it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But th- that sorry, maybe he just meant that you you went through over pretty quickly. Wild, like killing this guy. I just I thought for sure, especially they hung the camera on. I'm like, oh, he's gonna get up yeah. after the fact or the next freaking dead or whatever. It, and we see it, not only a body, we see the body get burned. Like we see the whole process of it. I'm like, it's just kind of wild to me that they would do this. Like. It, I don't feel like we needed to lose Ben Mendelsohn's scroll as like our scroll. It didn't feel valuable to the plot overall. Like it just, I don't like that. I, I just mm-hmm. don't like the it, decisions they made here. It felt like they were Marvel as a whole has had committed to the scrolls as a concept and then maybe realized what are we really going to do with this down the line? Is there a way that we can kind of fast track and kind of write it all out in this six episodes and kind of like, not have that be a factor totally you know but, but then there's millions of yeah, them now yeah. they multiplied their problem by millions shout yeah. out to taylor so for, for a pound right? shout out to taylor for using his super strength to break the bah, bulletproof bah. window really cool yeah remember he's like losing it because he yeah. got shot and he's like well, they're like it's a million but then it the transfer uh, there's a lot of shoddy looks and cg and shot and stuff i thought that overall the cg in this show was pretty good and like the scroll stuff i thought was really cool and like this moment good. of him dying and like half transforming and shit i'm like this looks great the bomb is in play that's a good medicine that's a good medicine <laughs> i like that i was right there thank with you. you thank you do you remember the balls in the 80s that like had like monster faces on them? That's what the scrolls looked like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You squeeze them and they go yeah. squish out of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, what Fury gets Russians? Ritson 
to a hospital and confronts Rava, but she reveals that she has leaked footage of Hill's death, placing Fury on a global watch list. Fury later meets with Gaia, who reveals Gravik is looking for the quote-unquote harvest. After exposing her superior Derek Weatherby as a scroll, Falsworth locates Dr. Rosa Dalton, another disguised scroll, and questions her about Gravik's DNA machine. There it is. There they are. Those are the guys there I'm talking about. Great balls. job. Uh, Tim, do you want to... I believe you're really excited to tell Kevin about the harvest. Yeah, I mean, we'll... we'll science, 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 science with Kevin. I'm Kevin. It's now, hold on. Moment. It's coming up. We're, yeah. If we can get to it, it's actually... Okay, yeah. I, 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 let's do it again in the future because I need it. I was on the wrong octave. Go ahead. I, Rob, I do want to talk about this scene for a second, though. I thought it was a lot of fun. Olivia Coleman having fun coming in there. It's not anything we haven't seen before, but her kind of going up to them, then pulling the guns on it, but other people had guns on them, like that whole, and her just being cute about it all, of just like, oh, I know you're a scroll, and I know this, and I know this. Yeah. Loved the confidence in her. This was uh, maybe my favorite scene she had. Rava shows Ritson pictures of Gravik's Russian-based new Skrullos to implicate Russia as Skrull sympathizers and advise a strike on the compound. Gravik calls Fury, offering to call off the strike if he brings him the harvest in person. Skrulltopia. Uh, like Gaia and Vara hold a funeral for Talos and fend off an attack by Gravik's men. In Finland... Fury leads Fallsworth to a grave marked with his name, which contains the harvest, a collection of DNA from the superheroes who fought during the Battle of Earth. Science, science, science with Kev. I'm Kev. So, Kev, the MacGuffin uh-huh. of this show that yeah. they've introduced, right, uh-huh. is the whole plan is the scrolls are going to become super scrolls with the DNA that they found from right, alien right, right. creatures that have powers. The ones that they had were pretty basic, the ones we've known from things before, but group, Club City, and, and uh, Extremist, things like that. There's one other I'm missing, but whatever. Ebony Ma. Wait, is Extremist like alien, or it doesn't have to be alien? No, just like okay, just power yeah, that stuff. Yeah, uh, but there was, there was a fourth one that they, that they had there. Um, the harvest, though, is a little little tiny little canister thingy of a vial, a little vial, clear vial, all that's weird, of of DNA. Oh, the frost beast. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Um, From Thor. So, Kev, they got DNA from every single hero and villain involved in the endgame battle. The portal scene. And they just mixed it together. like Mixed uh, it all together in this little fucking right? But you think about this. At one point, they show a computer. Yeah, thank you. That's it. Really? This is it. This is it. This is it. It's It's actually... Somebody's found out what that bottle is, and it is a... That's what like the bottles. Eyes, no, right? th- well, that's what the bottles look like. The stink bombs that you buy as a kid. Mm, like, the stink yeah, bombs yeah. look a little bit different, and like they were in the news recently because someone was claiming it was like a, a CDC like virus. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. But they they do look a little bit different. But this does look very generic. Of like, this could have a little bit of nail polish or something. You know? Dude. Yeah. So they tried to explain to us that the the. Literally, the origin of this is somebody, like some government entity that was involved with Fury, went out to the Avengers compound and just found some blood here. Found some, I don't know, no, he, shit and piss. Yeah. He, he had sent them Christ. out, right? Kevin, they were out there a long time. There's yeah. so yeah. many shit and got piss out there. Here. Uh, sorry, this might have been how they got the original powers, but I thought Fury was in charge for sending the scrolls out to go and get all that stuff. Sorry, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He was involved. That, yeah. that was the, the government side of it, though, right. like the, the shield and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. But yeah. Fury sent scrolls out to the battlegrounds to get all the DNA. So now all the heroes' DNA is in this. And there's a moment where you see a computer like go through all the different <laughs> things. And it's every hero name we have ever fucking heard of, like including Korg. 
Valkyrie. Like they were getting in there with some well, of this to, shit. Yeah, Corey, at one point, like they have rock arms and stuff. And yeah, stuff, right. So eventually they get this thing, and now we're about to get to the. Fury takes the harvest and prepares to confront Gravik. Is this how they make the Fantastic Four? Well, without getting too nerdy and into all this stuff, Super Scroll in the comics is all for the Fantastic Four's powers. Ah. I like this where Fury's kind of like back to his old fighting weight, even though he really didn't change much. But <clears throat> like he's like, and he has the trench coat, and then he oh, he suits iPad. up. There's yeah. the fucking suit up moment, up. man. It is really cool, even though it's easy. And that's where I'm like, this, we're gonna have a banger <laughs> of a finale. Episode six, home, oh, home. Fury confronts Gravik at New Skullos, gives him the harvest, and asks that he spare Earth and conquer other planets. Scroll Town. Uh, Kevin, since you didn't watch this and other people didn't, he, remember it's a radioactive place they live. So when he like he Gravit makes a joke of make sure you bring some iodine pills or whatever, and so Fury's popping these pills, but he's collapsing as he walks into this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gravit refuses before using the harvest to empower himself further and attempt to kill Fury, only to learn it is a disguised Gaia who also used the harvest because she was in the thing. A real Superman two red chamber here. All right, yeah, yeah. Those, so look at that. Was, there it is. There's the harvest. That's perfect. Stinkies. Um, she's in the th- in in the machine. Yeah, right, that gives him powers. Uh-huh. Dying. He leaves F- who he thinks is Fury in the machine. Right. Yeah. Is that because humans can't? Yeah, get, humans can't get the power. It's a okay. device only would give it to scrolls. That makes sense to me. Okay. So that, he that's what think. I assumed. I always thought maybe I just missed that point. Remember that from Superman two though, when he put them outside. He's like they were, they were out there. One of my favorite Nick. We were in here. Yeah. Uh, the two fight with Gaia eventually killing Gravik. Meanwhile, Rava. No, 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 no. I do. I'm just reading. I know, Greg. I know, I know. But no, 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 no. We're not just going to gloss over this. Kev, if anything, fuck quality, fuck it. You need to watch this scene because this scene is fucking awesome for what they're showing. How, what, why, and all that? I'm not so sure. But we get two Super Scrolls with every hero in the MCU's powers fighting against each other, and they actually use it, and it's fucking awesome. It looks stupid as hell. Yes, she has a big arm, but it's Drax's arm, and she's punching. She punches the first him. One is, is Abomination, and then uh, they the punch The first one Hulk's Hulk. arm, right? They have Hulk. Like it's, they switch between all of them, and at some point, they fucking blast off. Uh, they use the... Uh, um, Ebony mothing, like where he does a little like silence thing and like uh, teleports, Psychic, like, telekinesis. telekinesis, like fucks things up. And then eventually, fucking does the Captain Marvel like binary blast thing where she like shoots up and they're like in the sky fun- pu- punching each other and all that shit. And they're coming down and she gets Mantis's fucking <laughs> antenna and she goes sleep. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> but like, the real talk, real question. You know, you've got access to all the powers there and i know we have to have a fight it has to be fun so you have to go through like order of escalation of like starting with the big brutes and then some of the more nuanced powers ghost from right you gotta wasp. go she turns into just, hawkeye she's just like ah oh, fuck yeah. like i'm just I'm this sucks i suck all right um, i don't have cool arrows with me <laughs> are you not just at a certain point being like can we can I, i'm just gonna skip the line to miss marvel's powers captain marvel's powers yeah right you got it. You got it's, it. She's the most powerful being like in the roster at this point right oh well, well now gaia is well, I mean, I mean, other yeah. than that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but I was like, where we are now, guy has every hero's fucking power. That's wild, including Captain Marvel. And at one point, her arm turns into Thanos. <laughs> you know what the worst part about it is, though? Every power in the, in in the palm of her hands. A lot of responsibility. She still couldn't get rid of that fucking wig on her head. It was hit the song. Is it a wig? Awful. I don't know. Wigging out with Scarpino. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a special episode of Wigging Out with Scarpino. This is a this is a public service announcement right now. Okay, don't put your actress in that wig ever again. 
uh, because it makes her uh, her face look so pale. It makes her look sick. I, I don't know what color brown they chose, but it's the wrong color brown. Don't do it again. That is all. Please spread the word. That is all. Anyway, what was I going to say? Um, I It would have been a real tragedy if Amelia Clark was just like, Oh, these pirates are going buck wild and just had Thanos' chin the whole, whole rest of the time. I've got this big bald chin. I've got this big bald chin right now. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to get rid of it. But they kind of have, the scrolls kind of have that chin normally, right? Oh, but I was just thinking like a big oversized. Oh, uh, that, that was purple. the only power she got from Yeah. Them. Well, that's what, that was what I was, I was like, oh, surely they're going to have to do something where like these powers can't exist and like with together and they can use them once and then they all explode or something like that. But no, they're like, no, you get to walk away with this. No, you get to walk away with it. It's a good wig. Like, dude, dude it, you're right, Nick. Like, that's kind of, they should have just let her die. They needed to have something where it was like, because it was, second, or it was too much for their bodies so to the hold. So the second they yeah. introduced yeah. Extremis, I was like, oh, okay, that's how they're going to solve this problem eventually is that, remember, they had a problem dealing with it. You get too crazy. Blah. No, she's like, Cool. See you guys later. I'm off to New Asgard to fuck some shit up. So I'll go for a scroll. New Asgard. All right. So Andy, here's them fucking on the ladder. Oh, okay. Here's them fucking on the stairs. Okay. This is Bridgerton. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen. Stairs always like a, it's got to be uncomfortable for the person on the oh, bottom. Always. Right. But Meanwhile, Rava successfully convinces Ritson to authorize a nuclear strike on New Skrullos, but is tricked by Fallsworth into Ooh. arranging for Ritson's evacuation. I remember earlier I said there were three things in the finale that I didn't like and I ended up liking. Uh, it was them in the there's the dual planes of action of the Super Scroll fight and then also the hospital scene of like the president and the race to is Don Cheadle going to convince him to fucking start World War Three or are they going to stop him? And then the team starts getting shot off, but it's off screen and you don't see who's doing the shooting. And I was like, this better be somebody interesting because if it's just Coleman, like this sucks. And then when it was Coleman, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, it's Fury. I was like, yeah, I should have seen it coming, but I'm satisfied Made with sense. this. Made I'm sense. satisfied. Rava attempts to retaliate, but is killed by Fury. But also, like, we've, been, we've been building up to Gravik versus Fury, and like we've—he just never gave him that satisfaction. I didn't like. Yeah, Amelia Clark just didn't. Like, and Gaia, not Amelia Clark. She's fine. I mean, the, the Gaia characters didn't do it for me this entire show. No, dude. Well, it would have if, if it was her confronting the person that uh, killed her mom and dad. Well, she but did, we right? That's graphic, right? It's, yeah, but yeah, we just never, really, I didn't really felt no, that. No, no, no. And also, this is supposed to be Nick Fury's show, and on top of that, what was this show actually about? And how many times did they reiterate the fact that Nick Fury's like, this is my fight. I'm not calling my Avenger friends. This is my fight. And then it's like, well... At some point, you gotta call the Avengers. At some point, you gotta call the Avengers, and also... You didn't do the fight. <laughs> no, you don't call the Avengers because they set up such a really cool, interesting fucking concept, which is that you can't trust anyone. How can you, you know what I mean? What if we call in fucking, well, I don't know who's left in the Avengers now in, in this camp. Captain like, America, Bucky. Yeah, I mean. The, the, oh, right. Falcon, who's not Captain America, right? Yeah. The, call them in, but dude, you can't trust them. There's it's a cool. good point you're making here where it's like, I do think the show did a good job of systematically taking away every person that Fury knew he could trust. Right. With, Which is uh, everyone. With Maria Hill. Anyone can be a scroll. If Rhodey's a scroll, you yeah. can't trust anyone. I get it. But they, but I didn't really. At a certain point, at this point, I was like, just call him, man. Take the shot. <laughs> Take the risk. It's probably not going to be a scroll. <laughs> Rob attempts to retaliate, but is killed by Fury. Ritson calls off the strike, allowing Guy to free Gravik's human prisoners, such as Ross and Rhodes. In the aftermath, Ritson issues a new bill, declaring all off-world species as hostile forces and threatens to hunt down the remaining scrolls on Earth, causing unrest as civilians publicly murder various high-profile officials for fear that they are skulls. They get a lot right, they get a couple wrong. 
I thought this was a 10 out of 10 sequence. Yeah, that's just cool. the sequence, man. Yeah, it's for just sure. so scary. It's so cool. And it uses the MCU we know in such a dope ass way. This is what, I thought this was an image, but it's just us. Andy, I, why, you didn't respond to my text message. Again. I, I, I saw it. I'm going to respond to it. Thank you. Uh, he, Greg texted me. Have you looked at the monitor to see how good I'm looking today? Like, I'm, I'm like 10 and have great hair. I'm I'm on fire right now. It does look good. You know I mean? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I'm looking real golden though. Mm, Fallsworth meets with Gaia and proposes a partnership to protect the scrolls against Ritson's bill. After cautioning Ritson about the unrest he caused, Fury asks Vara to come to Saber with him to help negotiate a peace summit with the Kree. She agrees, and they leave Earth together. No end credits, which is shocking. Bonkers. Not that it has to happen, but we have the Marvels next. We know that Harrison Ford is going to be Thunderbolt Ross, the president. Like, there's setup that they so easily could have done that I feel like would have made so much sense. But instead, I'm just putting this out there now. We have three, four months until the Marvels comes out, and we know Nick Fury is alive in that. They're on Saber, all this stuff. If we do not see, or there is no reference to Nick Fury's wife, come the fuck on. And I don't, I'm willing to bet there's not going to be. There won't be. There's no, no way. Then why have this moment? They, the end of this, it's, she was not with him. Then she comes with him to go up there. She better fucking be there. She'll be in the background. They'll, they'll exchange a look maybe. You know what I mean? Because he hides the wife. I, I, that's all I mean. I just give me something. At this point, I just don't expect it. And that really bothers me. Because it's like we're investing in these fucking shows. Mm -hmm. Maybe they do their own Bridgerton sex scene up there in the, in the Marvel scene. Do you think there's a bookshelf or a staircase up there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I totally get it. <laughs> Oh man. That's it. Secret invasion. Ragu. Bagu. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast within a podcast that started it all. Rad guys talk bad guys, where we rank all oh. the villains mm -hmm. of the MCU the and also X-Men. And there's a few other guys who've just been tossed in here. Remember, we do it in terms of tiers now. There's S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier, F tier. And then the Guardian special, which said N.A. There's nobody. There was no villain in that. Mm. Um, where do we want to put Gravik? It's tough for me because. Great performance at the end. Great performance. So many great lines. So much great dialogue. I really liked the fight. Parts of the plan I thought were interesting. But you need intrigue and you need mystery for that plot to be interesting. Mm -hmm. And without that, it really drags it down. So. I don't want to say F tier. What's the what's the bottom of C tier? Ethan Hawke and Khonshu mm. from Moon Knight. Mm. Top of D. The Vision from Solo in the movie Solo. Mm -hmm. That's a, that would that one slipped by us, unfortunately. I'll bet any, yeah. Below that, if you want an MCU counterpoint, Mand the Mandrich the Mandrid the Mandarin and Aldrich Killian in Iron Man three. I think we put more than that. Lower than that. Yeah. I think it's got to be top at like in F tier, honestly. And here's the thing: that, again, actor serviceable job. No knock against given, him, but just not as menacing as you possibly can with a plot that can't back it up. I don't know. I, I'd put it at number thirty nine above Obadiah. Above Obadiah Tony. <laughs> And uh, under Mandarin and Aldrich for my Come on, we Obadiah at least uh, he had a good plan for what he was doing, right? He it hired he too. hired the Mandarin the Mandarin's people. And the but I like rings. the plan here of starting the world war. I thought that stuff was way cooler 
than Obadiah. 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 I'll put him below Loki from the first Thor movie. Yeah, I put him right above Flag Smashers. John Walker. That, this, that, and that, and that show is just such an unfortunate analog for me in a little, in yep. quite a few ways. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm, a, I'm, I'm down to vote there too. Okay. Not Tony Stark. Tony. Better than Obadiah. Tony, Tony. Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark built this thing in a cave. So then, scraps. Gravik enters at 42, ladies and gentlemen, in D tier. Uh, like below uh, Loki and Thor, uh, from Thor, and above the Flag Smashers and John Walker from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Do you think they ever get tired in the comics of hanging out in their costumes? No. Or do you think they just really have multiple types of costumes? Those I mean, are the things that I wonder at night. I mean, look the, out, when I put on the Ghostbusters uniform, when I, I see take Clive it off. in Final Fantasy XVI, I'm like, God damn, that thing's got to be so sweaty and gross. So sweaty, right? right? Stinky, stinky. Yeah. Stinky, stinky, stinky. stinky. Now it's time to rank the MCU. <laughs> Both for echoing that. Again, we have a, a lot, man. Uh, at number one, we have Avengers Endgame. Uh, I'm not going to read them all uh, for this one. I, I'm just going to. Uh, God damn, man. Wow. Just, I didn't know we're allowed just to half ass I mean, the show now. Yeah, I, yeah. I will. I'll read it. Hey, <laughs> should I read them all? I will. You want me to read them? Yeah, go for it. Number one is Endgame. Number two is Infinity War. Three, No Way Home. Four is Spider-Man Homecoming. Five is Captain America Civil War. Six is Thor Ragnarok. Seven, Winter Soldier. Eight, Guardians 2. Nine, Wakanda Forever. Ten, Loki. Eleven, WandaVision. Twelve, Avengers. Thirteen, Guardians. Fourteen, Guardians 3. Fifteen, Shang-Chi. Sixteen, Love and Thunder. Seventeen, She-Hulk. Eighteen, Iron Man. Nineteen, Far From Home. Twenty, Black Panther. Twenty-one, Doctor Strange. Twenty-two is Werewolf by Night. Twenty-three is Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. Twenty-four is Hawkeye. Twenty-five, Quantumania. Twenty-six, Ms. Marvel. Twenty-seven, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Twenty-eight, Captain Marvel. Twenty-nine, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Thirty, Ant-Man. Thirty-one, Black Widow. Thirty-two, Iron Man. Two. Thirty-three, Avengers Age of Ultron. Thirty-five, Captain America First Avenger. Thirty-five... I said that wrong. 34 is Captain America, First Avenger. 35, Guardians of the Galaxy, Christmas Special. 36, Iron Man 3. 37, Eternals. 38. What if? 39, Moon Knight. 40, Hulk. 41, Thor. And 42, Thor, The Dark World. Tim, I'm going to start the votes. This is dead last for me. Oh! Whoa! I want to go second. I want to go second here. I'm going. Number 42. Second to last. Mm. I think that this is better than Dark World. Dark World has Loki, though, and him and Thor have some really fun moments together. That is true. But I, I thought that that's the dialogue in this, the one-on-ones were pretty good. I thought the fight scenes were great. And um, I, I really like the final, the, the actual World War bit of the end, I think, is really, really cool. Uh, I will go next, and I would put it at 39, knock, mm. uh, below What If and knocking uh, Moon Knight down a peg. Oh. I like Samuel Jackson. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, girls are doing stuff. What made it, me think of Bridger? It's just like, okay, but Moon Knight yeah. had the one really incredible episode. Yeah, but remember, I really didn't like Moon Knight. I mean, neither did I, I but that, that, but I could, but like, if I'm going to try to quantify quality here, <laughs> like, I think Moon Knight had that one standout episode that you could say that we were all like, this is when Marvel knows what they're doing when they are like doing character pieces. And this one just didn't really have any of that. I'll be frank with you. Oh, when we were inside his head in the asylum, yeah. that one. And then a fucking hippo shows up at the end to talk to us. But, but then he goes with his, uh, with his other self and they're watching his parents and everything. And that, like, that episode was really damn good. It was. Uh, sadly, I'm with Andy. I'd put this dead last. Wow. I think this show's just categorically fails across the board, unfortunately, with the exception of 
Olivia Coleman, who I thought was an inspired uh, little glimmer of hope and when it was otherwise a show I hope never to watch again. If anything, I would have hoped that this had a couple of high highs and a bunch of bad lows. Unfortunately, it was just all across the board, like four out of 10, three out of 10. Yeah, I don't know. There were there were not nice really there. any moments that I went, "Ooh, this is fucking cool!" Like, yeah, that's and fair. I wanted that. Yeah, you know, that's fair. So there we go. It's number forty three. Secret Invasion. Oh, a new final one on the list. I never thought. I was going to type it in there. Get beat. I was going to type it in there anyway <laughs> on <Wow>. the ranking. <laughs> wow! Wow! So yeah, there it goes. Uh, we will return a couple more times this year to the MCU. Uh, we have the Marvels in November. And also November, we have three things in November. We have the Marvels, Loki Season 2, and Echo Season 1. Huh. Um, so all of those will be happening. We'll be returning I'm to for the Marvels. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I, I like that. Like, uh, yeah. Echo, I had heard a rumor that that might get dumped, like the Batgirl treatment. But it was just That's just people you. saying shit. Like the, the reality, if I was a betting man, and some of this already like, is already out there, but it's all going to be dropped at once on one day. And I think that it's just going to be a five-episode show. Okay. I think it's going to um, but anyways, let us know in the comments below what you thought of Secret Invasion. Um, if you are interested in watching the Sum of All Fears. Oh um, my god. Can we do that in review? Anytime Clancy would be dope. So no, 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 Affleck interview. It wasn't no. the Russians. The bomb is in play. We could do Fargo. No, I mean if we did oh, Argo. Clancy, you start with the hunt for October. <laughs> you got Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, Reindeer games. Have a marvelous Reindeer day. Games. 